They've been through quite a journey, significant amount of capital raised. They've completed their Everest mission, now focused on their Mars mission, which takes them through 2030. They want to service 5 million business owners. And that's not like free users or anything like that. That's paying customers. They're currently at about 175,000, doing north of 100 million in ARR. They've really shifted almost entirely to SaaS, higher margin revenue at this point, launching additional solutions inside of their platform so these businesses can get everything they need in one spot to truly conquer the chaos. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Clayt Mask. He's the CEO of Infusionsoft, and they're currently on a mission to simplify growth for millions of small businesses worldwide. Under Clayt's leadership, the company has landed four rounds of venture capital. He's a national speaker and co-author of the New York Times bestseller, Conquer the Chaos. He's got a BA in economics from Arizona State University, an MBA and a JD from Brigham Young University as well. Clayt, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. Thanks, Nathan. Great to be with you. Of course. Yeah. So so last time we spoke, I think it was a little over a year ago. Real quick, I'll summarize some of those metrics. You had about 600 employees, 125 million raised, over 45,000 customers north or flirting with about 100 million bucks in annual recurring revenue. And last time you were on, you were talking about how you're looking to really grow towards profitability so that you didn't have to raise money or IPO or anything like that. Give us an update. Where are things today? Yeah, you bet. Thanks so much. Well, it's been, it, we've had made a lot of progress. Uh, we, we, we did get to profitability. Um, that's been a great thing. So we're not burning a bunch of cash. And I think that's probably the, one of the nice things about getting to a certain level of scale and maturity is you control your own destiny a little bit more when you're not dependent on outside funding sources. So that's been a huge thing for us. Um, we've got, we've now, we went, I think when we talked last time, we were about 140,000, uh, users. We're now up to about 175,000 users. Um, How many of those are paying plate customers? 175,000 paying users. So um, yeah, we we don't we don't report the non-paying users. In fact, we just we just started our free trial work, and so there's a bunch of now there's now we have free trial customers, but that's not really we really focus on the paying users. So we made a lot of progress. I think the key thing is that we when we kicked off the new Mars mission, as we call it. And by the way, you you said it very nicely to simplify growth for millions of small businesses worldwide. You know, that's the Mars mission. That's what we kicked off at the beginning of the beginning of last year, 2017. And that takes us through the end of 2030. So that's our, you know, our BHAG that we're working on. Um, you know, we, we see the opportunity to serve millions of small businesses and help them by simplifying their, their growth, helping them to conquer the chaos that they live in, create order, automate what they do and get the benefits of efficiency in their growth. So that's what we're up to. Uh, I think what you've seen in the rebrand and that work is much more uh, around really focusing on CRM and helping helping our customers deliver great service to their customers and build great relationships with them. Clay, back in the day when I was building, uh, building my first company, I had the privilege of really learning a lot from you. One of them was, you know, you said, Nathan, my favorite book is, is Crossing the Chasm by Jeffrey Moore. I went on to interview him many times and uh, recommend his book all the time. But in addition to that, you also, I remember in your office, you when you when you moved in with a big football, 
football field, your doors had these big um, kind of banners on them with the mission. What was the one before Mars mission? It was Everest, right? It was the Everest mission. Yeah. From beginning of two, it, it basically was 2007 to 2017. Yep. And I remember asking some folks working there, kind of how you guys codified that. And I believe the recommendation from the book perspective on that one was Rockefeller Habits by, uh, by Vern, right? Yeah. So two, two major books, Rockefeller Habits, and then uh, one by Jim Collins called Beyond Entrepreneurship. It's like nobody knows about that book because he's out, you always hear about good to great and built to last and great by choice and all those things. But for entrepreneurs, Beyond Entrepreneurship is amazing. And it's the first book he wrote. Like I read it. And I didn't even know it was it was like the, the Jim Collins. It was like James C. Collins when I realized, oh, oh that's, that's <laughs> but chapter two in particular talks about how to set vision. And we've been big believers in that for a long time. And our, our Everest BHAG was was those those 10 years. And now we're on the Mars BHAG. So what I want to, for people right now listening to this going, I want to plan similar to how Clay plans. Help us understand, because they haven't seen it like I have on the door. What actually is on Mars? Is it like a number goal of customers? Is it more soft, like a vision statement? What is it? It's literally 5 million small businesses worldwide. Okay. And, so and that's customers simple- or users or? businesses, 5 million businesses. Got it. So when we say simplify growth for 5 million, for millions of of small businesses worldwide, that's really what we're talking about. Got it. And what are you at today? Uh, Literally, we're like, I mean, like I said, we're about 175,000. So we- Oh, that's the number. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, got it. So it's paying, just to be clear, it's paying. I should have said customers by customers. I mean the number of customers using the software. Uh, that's, that's where I was confused. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. That is a, that's a significant goal going up from 175. So that's great. How, so how do you, obviously to do that, you've got to invent a bunch of kind of better mousetraps on different product lines to pull in new users like an AB testing platform. But in every one of those mousetraps you try and launch, you're going to compete with another business that is only focused on that. How do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, there's features that you compete on, but really the the platform is where we where we really compete. Our we're we're not trying to be all features for everybody. We're trying to provide small businesses the customer relationship management platform that they need to deliver great service, show up to their customers, follow up with them, not have things slip through the cracks. If any small business owner in the sound of our our discuss, or my voice in this discussion knows that it's really easy to drop the ball and they do it all the time. And, and it's so difficult as your business gets going to uh, deliver, like you said, you were going to deliver to your customers. And it's, and it's really frustrating to make those mistakes and drop the ball. So you need a platform and a way to follow up and to show up, to show up, follow up, deliver the great experience to your customers. And so that's what we're doing. It's not a, it's not a feature war for us. It's really a platform that allows our customers to get all their to, to get organized and get all their stuff in one place and to have, you know, stop the chaos that they live in and be able to serve their customers more effectively. So what you see is really a, our focus on our CRM platform. Okay. I want to talk more about the book here in a little bit as well. So uh, is CRM platform. So let me ask a few questions here just to kind of codify that. Uh, you know, Cabbage is doing very well. Their mission statement is almost exactly the same, but they're doing small business lending, almost 5 yeah. billion lent out. Would you ever get into that space? Uh, potentially, but more likely we would partner with those folks. Okay. Um, you know, we, that's today, that's the way we see it, but I would, you know, I'm, I'd never say never, but, um, no, we, we love what they're doing from a lending standpoint about the fact that capital is, is a constraining factor for small businesses. But a lot of times 
their business is, is just kind of, it's in chaos. And so capital is not necessarily going to help. They've got to get organized first. They got to create a system. They got to create a way to deliver their service and do it in a, in a, in a really positive way for their customers. I, like you guys, have never been able to find a project management tool that I love. You know, my blog writers like one thing, my developers like one thing, my designers like a different thing, and it's so difficult to get them all on the same page. So when I had Roy Mann, the CEO of Monday.com on the show, I was pleasantly surprised at what he told me regarding his traction and his growth, and I said, maybe I should try this thing. So we now use Monday.com. I started with the magazine. We've launched the Latka magazine, solely dedicated to SaaS founders. It's the only magazine focused on SaaS. And my content writers and my designers worked beautifully together on that project using monday.com for project management. I then said, well, let me give it a real test. Let me see if I can use this for sprints and product cycles with my developers using it as well. And so we did that for GitLatka on our last release. It worked like a charm. Never before have I been able to find one tool that my developers, my designers, and my writers, and myself can use and be happy with. You know, for me, I do most of my work waiting on the boarding deck about to get on a plane. I have to be able to access this stuff on my mobile device, and it works beautifully. We've been using it for several months now, and I said, Roy, I'd love to introduce this to my audience, but you gotta give me a great discount. Make me a great offer. He said, Nathan, okay, fine. If your folks sign up and try it today, we'll give them 10% off all plans if they use this link, nathanlacka.com forward slash Monday. So you can go there, try it for free, and if you decide to start paying, you'll get 10% off. Again, that's nathanlacka.com forward slash Monday. Has anything drastically changed economics-wise on your end since the last time we spoke besides profitability? For example, you ran a big test because you had bad churn numbers back several years ago, and now you're down, I think you said 2 to 3% last time. Is churn still the same? CAC, ARPU still basically the same? Yeah, churn's still the same. I think the big change that's happened for us since we talked is that when we jumped, when we entered into the Mars mission, it was really about, I mean, now, now we're talking about serving millions of small businesses, not just the early adopters who are marketing savvy, marketing enthusiasts, that sort of thing. That that's where our when when 10 years ago when we took our software to the market, it was it was marketers who grabbed a hold of it and said, oh wow, I can see the power of this automation and I can really, I can really um, get a great return on my investment with this. And so that's really where we've been focused is these savvy um, small business marketers. We've now expanded that to not only include those savvy small business marketers, but serving regular everyday small businesses that that aren't great marketers but want to deliver great service to their customers well if you're going to expand in that way then you have to make some major changes to the way that you operate the business and this is what we've been doing over the last 18 months or so since the beginning of 17 and the mars mission it's really been a change in our in our product a change in our partner strategy and the way we go about that and then um, a, a pretty significant change internally in the way we operate to deliver for many more customers. So what does that look like in terms of numbers? Well, the churn is the same. Um, the the custom, the number of customers we bring in has gone up pretty dramatically. And we're now serving solopreneurs as opposed to um, in the past, we really didn't serve one-man businesses very well. You know, uh, it was it was more for businesses that were a little bit more sophisticated, particularly in their mar- in their marketing. So you see us serving a lot more customers. The LTV CAC is stronger than it was before. 
which is really great because a lot of times when you serve a less sophisticated customer, your CAC's going to go up or your LTV will go down. That hasn't been the case. We've got a better ratio than we had before. So, Clayton, is your CAC still about about 3K? I think that's what you told me last time. No, it's it's actually gone down to below 2K. Okay. But our LTV has gone down as well because we're bringing on a customer, because we now have a, a $99 price point and customers who can come in um, without paying, you know, 250 or $300 out the gate. It's so interesting. You're doing that because I remember you telling me back in the day when churn was eight, nine, 10%, though, you said the way you tested to solve that was a big upfront fee. And it sounds like now you're going back that direction. You've learned something in between. Yes. Yeah. What we've learned is it's about simplify, simplify, simplify. So the mission is simplify growth for millions of small businesses. And what we, it all starts with product. And so if you look at our product today versus our product two years ago, the interface is dramatically different. You can get a free trial and get started much easier. There's templates so that you don't have to create campaigns from scratch. There's, there's so much more to help you get started and get value quickly. And that's the key thing. So what we've done, you're, you're, you remember well, what we've done is we've used our customer success as the gating factor on the price and the opportunity that, you know, the, the way that we expand the market. Because if you if you remember, I talked a lot about mark, uh, product market fit, and and if you don't get the success rate right, then your LTV CAC blows up on you, and so you don't and you don't make this in one extreme move. I mean, l- the reality is we've been working on this for two or three years, but we got to a point last year where we could start to expand the market and bring in customers who are a little less sophisticated and uh, yet needed the benefits of Infusionsoft. But we could only do it at the rate at which we could maintain that LTV CAC ratio. And and a simple way to put that is what what does the churn look like and what is the what does the CAC look like? I imagine people I I mean look, I think it's interesting. Imagine people listening right now are going, wow, this is opposite of if investors are listening, they're going, this is opposite of what we tell our portfolio companies to do, which is ex- expansion revenue, increase wallet share, move upstream. This is the opposite. They're gonna follow your story closely because they're gonna want to see if you can prove <laughs> them wrong and execute it, right? Um so 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 I like it. Uh quick kind of fireball questions here. Um, are you making any acquisitions of other companies you think in the near term? Is that a strategy or no? It is a strategy. We're always looking at different things. Um, we don't have anything imminent, but you know, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say we're looking at stuff. We yep. always are. Yep. Flipping the script on that for a second, you in any serious acquisition talks to sell yourself to any other bigger competitor? No, not at all. And still no IPO. You don't need to. Not don't need to. Although I have to admit, as I watched the IPO market over the last few months, um, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm looking at that with a little bit more interest. <laughs> it's, hard, it's, it's hard to ignore. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I, unfortunately, I think there's a few that could make it uh, problematic for others. But 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 it's it's going well. Uh, you know, we're we're doing well. We're not in a place where we have to have capital. But we I you know we'd be silly if we weren't if we weren't eyeing the public market. So yeah. we we certainly are. There's nothing imminent there either. We've got some more work we got to do. But um, you know, as the new Infusionsoft gains more and more traction. Uh, which we, you know, as, as you know, we just launched. As that gains more and more traction, then you get to a place where you have the predictability and the comfort level where it does make sense to go public. And can you give us an AR update? Last time you were, you said you were on a hundred. Have you passed twelve million a month yet? Yeah. So big, big thing that happened is we uh, our our revenue now is almost entirely subscription revenue. Okay. So uh, we, I think when we talked at the beginning of last year, we were probably you know. 90 10 down from about 80 20 meaning at one point we we're about 80 percent subscription revenue 20 percent service revenue 
early last year, we were probably, I think, I can't remember when we talked, it was about a year ago, but yep. we were probably at about 90-10 at that point. We're now at like 97% of revenue being subscription revenue. So we've kind of um, pushed, uh, tra- traded out some some service revenue, which has caused the overall revenue growth rate not to be as high. But but yeah, we're over the 100 million uh, revenue rate at well, this point. The margin's better. Uh, on SaaS, obviously. Far better. Our margins are over 80%. We're doing great yep. in that regard. Okay, quickly before we wrap up, Conquering the Chaos, why should people buy it? Yeah, because the actually they should wait till I do, till I launch the revised edition here in a few <laughs> months. I'm, I'm working on it right now. If they really want to see what Conquering the Chaos is all about, they can go look at the, the edition that we did eight years ago. But really what's happened is the Conquer the chaos is it, we we recognize that is the reality of what small businesses live in. They're disorganized. They're not. They're dropping the ball. They're not servicing their customers well because they're forgetting and ball, you know they're dropping the ball. Things are slipping through the cracks, and there's an opportunity for them to get organized, automate, be very efficient in delivering great service, um, so that they can grow their business through word of mouth. And so that's Conquer the Chaos is really all about. Um, getting organized as a small business and serving your customers well and automating as much as possible so that you can grow efficiently. Love it. Clay, let's wrap up with the famous five. Give me a new book, favorite business book. Oh, you know what? Uh, I just, I just read a, a story brand marketing. I like that. That was actually, that was a quarter ago. Um, well, I don't know. I like that one a lot. I'd okay. say that, that one was pretty good. Story yeah. brand marketing. Good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I, I like Bezos a lot. I've been watching a lot of what they've been doing. It's hard to ignore when you look at what they've been doing over the last couple of years. That's right. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite tool for growing the business? Uh, favorite tool for growing the business. Gosh, uh, we just started using drift and I really like that. That's been a, that's been a cool thing. It's helped us on the conversion side. That's great. Number, uh, number four, I was going to say that I anticipate there's going to be a large war between, uh, between, you know, hub spots that they've invested and whoever else wants to come after drift. Eventually David cancels a very impressive entrepreneur. So it's good to, yeah. glad to hear you're using that effectively too. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? You know, I'm doing better now. Oh, good. I, I, I probably get uh, on average six or seven and some nights I'll get eight or nine. That's great. And remind us all situation, married, single kiddos. Oh, married, six kids. They're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you got to hurry up and, and, and get them old so they can start working, you know, for free in the company, right? That's how it works. Hey, I, I, one of them just, my oldest just graduated from college and just got a real job post, post college. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's very cool. And Clay, how old are you? I'm 46. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, I wish my 20 year old self knew, okay, I'm going to be really open and vulnerable. I wish that my 20 year old self knew the impact of my intensity upon others, both the positive side of it and the negative side of it. I love that. Guys, there you have it from Clayt Mask Infusionsoft. Uh, you guys are obviously familiar with it. They've been through quite a journey, significant amount of capital raised. They've completed their Everest mission, now focused on their Mars mission, which takes them through 2030. They want to service 5 million business owners. And that's not like free users or anything like that. It's paying customers. They're currently at about 175,000, doing north of 100 million in ARR. They've really shifted almost entirely to SaaS, higher margin revenue at this point, launching additional solutions inside of their platform. So these business can get everything they need in one spot to truly conquer the chaos. Clay, thank you for taking us to the top. Great. Thanks, Nathan.